From humble beginnings in 1929, when it only had a handful of players, Netball New South Wales has grown to become one of the largest independent sports organisations in this state. With over 15,000 members playing and enjoying netball at all levels of performance in cities, suburbs and country towns in all corners of New South Wales, netball continues to grow both on and off the court as Netball New South Wales becomes increasingly successful and professional. Today we're hearing from Sharon Deans, President of the Coogee Netball Club, about the thriving netball competition that exists within the eastern suburbs and why you're never too old to grab some mates, pick up a ball and play. But he had this motto that every player, win or lose, receives a present. So we've continued that motto to this day. So every player receives a gift of some description, usually netball related. Yeah, it's a great motto, a great mission to live by. And you just find a team to play with and then you make friends and the camaraderie that comes with it you meet other, you know, through other teams, you get to make, make friends through that. And, and I guess all the pathways as well, there's moving from the grassroots clubs right up into the elite level. The social cohesion, the friendships they make, it's quite rewarding for me as president to see, to see them move up in the ranks. So, Sharon, welcome to Coogee Voice. How are you going today? I am terrific, Marjorie, and uh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And um, any chance to talk about netball, I'm here. (laughs) Well, thank you for being on the show. Before we get into uh, the great game of netball and talking about uh, Coogee Netball and the thriving competition, firstly, tell us a little bit about the eastern suburbs and what do you love most about being in the area? Well, I mean, everyone would say the beach, but of course, that's just, it is the ultimate. I mean, we just stand at the promenade, particularly Coogee, that's my, you know, pretty much my, my favourite beach. And you just look at that water and it just it instantly calms you. It is, uh, it's just serene. We are, we're just blessed to live where we live. So um, it is definitely the area, the community, and um, just being a great, great part of town. I love it been here 20 years and um, really enjoy being here. Yeah, and so what brought you to the eastern suburbs? Well, my husband actually. I was um, I was living up on the mid-north coast for a few years and I met my now husband at a wedding. He said anything coochie and I, I, I thought, geez, I know, I know the, the, the name of it. Is it um, it's near Maroubra, isn't it? I remember thinking and and uh, sure enough, we started dating and I, I moved to Sydney shortly thereafter and I took to Coogee and I haven't, have never left. And that was <laughs> 20, 21 years ago, actually. Well, look, we are incredibly blessed. Now, let's get on to the great game of netball. How long have you been playing for? Since I was eight years old. And without giving away my age, I've played it for at least 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I having children, of which I have four, um, I've played all my life. And I think since since being 
I can I can distinctly remember as an eight-year-old training through school. I think school started me off playing netball, actually, and I can just distinctly remember the, the camaraderie, the friendships, and, of course, I'm a little bit competitive, so um, <laughs> you marry all those together and, um, it's, and, and it's a great game. It really is a great game. It started in around the 1920s as an offshoot of basketball. And uh, it was a way, I think it started from, from England, as I recall, and uh, it was a way for women to socialise and stay healthy. So why netball? Have you ever been drawn to playing any other sports? Well, I'm a sprinter. I like to uh, I do beach sprinting and used to do some track sprinting, but I've always played netball. It's just something you can pick back up again. Once you, once you know the skills, you've learned how to play, you can pick it up at any time. And, and I think being a team-based sport is the other, the other element of, of why it is so good. So it's team, you know, your players, your, your fellow teammates that, that get you back there year in, year out. So, Sharon, you are the president of the Coogee Netball Club. Can you tell us a little bit about the club? Well, interestingly, Coogee Netball was started by two blokes back in roughly 1985, 1986, and one of them is fairly still well-known in the area, Jim Dubow, who has a lot, a lot of involvement with Randwick Rugby. He started the, the club as a result of his daughter's, well, his daughter, sorry, Jackie, who would tag along to footy training and footy her, her brother's rugby games. And um, he decided, well, you know, I've got to have something for my daughter. Boy, and his boys had always come home with trophies. So he started this club for his daughter and her friends but he had this motto that every player, win or lose, receives a present. So we've continued that motto to this day. So every player receives a gift of some description, usually netball-related. You know, it's a great motto, a great mission to live by. Which, um, so, yes, it's what we're in our 34th year. Wow, 34 years. And how many teams are there in the club? We have now because of our season this year, a little bit shortened, which I'm sure we'll talk about soon. Last season we had 25 teams. So when the club started in 86, they had three teams and it's just grown from there. So we're a mixture of the Net Set Go, which are the modified teams, um, the junior teams, which are from the 10s up to the 14s, and then we have a, a grade that's the intermediate team. So that's the, the ages of 15 to 17. And then that, that's sort of like a transition phase, moving them from the, really from the junior ranks into the seniors. Now, COVID-19 has changed a lot of things in our community. How has it impacted the netball tournament and the competition? Well, with having an association, so Randwick Netball Association is, is the association under which we play, having over 4,000 registered players I have some issues to deal with around COVID, of course, with, you know, no mass gatherings over 500. So there's been a lot of work the association has done to be able to put a competition on this year. So we're basically going to be running from this Saturday half a season. Usually season is 16 weeks, including finals. This year will be eight weeks. So but to run that involves a great deal of um, coordination and logistics and, uh, yeah, this Saturday will be game one and we've all got 
our COVID plans to follow, COVID offices, uh, you know, we've got five zones down there at Heffron where all the games will be run through. And, uh, look, I think it'll go very well. We've still got our fingers crossed because this is still very much a, a moving feast and changing every day. So but we are very hopeful to be able to run the full eight-week program. Sharon, at the end of this year, I was meant to be going to New Zealand to be playing for the Australian Parliamentary Netball team against the Solomon Islands again. So I am also hoping that <laughs> our competition goes ahead. I'm dying to get out there on the court, kick New Zealand's butt, <laughs> finally. As you should. <laughs> Now, I've got a question for you. Netball is consistently ranked in Australia's top 10 most popular sports with more than 500,000 registered players across Australia. And to put some context around this for listeners, Rugby Union has less than 100,000 registered players in Australia. Why do you think netball continues to grow in popularity? Gee, those numbers say it all, isn't it? Five (laughs) times more. I mean, it's just... Look, it's just a great game and it's just so accessible. I mean, I go back to, I, go, I, I lived on the mid-north coast but I moved around a fair bit. But everywhere I moved to, everywhere I've lived, there's been a netball competition. So you just head down to the courts because they're usually pretty easy to find because it's, a, you know, parcel land and you just find a team to play with and then you make friends and the camaraderie that comes with it, you meet other, you know, through other teams you get to make make friends through that and and I guess all the pathways as well there's moving from the grassroots clubs right up into the elite level and you've got the coaching side of it you've got the umpiring side of it and then moving into the officiating so I guess similar to other sports that have that as well but netball I don't know it seems to be one of these sports that once it grabs you you're hooked you're absolutely hooked for life and it's it's almost a bit um it's a bit cult-like I mean girls Girls are there for 30 and 40 years. They're, they're, they make their, their their lives revolve around netball. A lot of the ladies that are the organisers of the Netball Association and a lot of the clubs, their lives are on, on a Saturday, they are there from 7am till 5pm and they're watching every game and they just love it. It is just, all I can say is that once you, once you play it, you, you're hooked. Everything that you're saying resounds with me as well. I took a short hiatus from playing netball and went into union, but I've come back to netball <laughs> with open arms and I'm having the most fun being able to play again. Can anyone play netball? Anyone. Absolutely anyone. Look, I, I do think you've got to have a reasonable level of fitness <laughs> because it is a very much a cardio-driven game. <laughs> and, you know, some like if you... To be a centre court player, particularly the centre, you are running back and forwards, up and down, up and down for, a, you know, you've got four quarters, so a good hour of just running mad. And so it is, that is, a, that position I've never played. I'm, I'm more a defender. I used to play shooter many years ago and, you know, it was always the way that if you were tall, you just got thrown into either the shooter or the defence end. Um, but I tend to be naturally more a defender these days. And my two daughters play as well. I coach one of them and they've got that similar ethos. One of my daughters is is not super determined to play sport, but she just loves netball. Whereas my younger one is very sporty and she plays everything. But netball is her favourite. It might have something to do with me 
encouraging them. <laughs> but it's it's just a tremendous game and I think you can really get involved. You know, you can either be defender, a shooter, mid-court. Is, you know, they're the feeder positions into the centre, in, sorry, into the goal circle. So there are real specialist positions that you can really, um, you know, hone your skills to be, to be either the, you know, that defender, shooter or, or, or mid-court area. And for those people who might not have the most amount of cardio or whose knees have gone a little bit, I know that there are increasing numbers of people also starting to play walking netball, which yes. is a bit of a uh, adapted way of the game for those who might not be able to be running around at pace as they did when they were uh, 9, 10 or, or 15. That's right. <laughs> so there are, there are alternatives wherever, you, you know, there, there are some good options there. And, and definitely knees, and, and as you mentioned, knees and ankles are predominantly the biggest injuries in Nepal, but Nepal Australia and Nepal New South Wales have come out with a knee program, which we all have adapted to our training programs and coaching. Can you tell us a little bit more about the upcoming season and if there's any team or any one player in particular that we should be keeping an eye out for? Well, all of the Coogee teams we should all be watching, of course, and, and you will, you'll know who Coogee are because we're known as Coogee Pink. Our uniform is a lovely shade of dusty pink. We have a tent that is the pinkest tent you'll ever see. It's, it's been known to have been seen from the moon. Um, but unfortunately with COVID, we can't put tents up this year. Um, I, look, I'd say our intermediate girls, you know, they are our 15 to 17-year-olds. They have played... Now, since they were little noddies, they've worked their way up. Their, their training regimes are such that they are now really becoming fairly highly skilled and they're really exciting to watch. Um, I always love watching little modified players, though, because they are so enthusiastic. Our little eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, just all they want to do is get on the court, put on that little blue, you know, pink skirt in the bibs, and just throw that ball around. And it's nothing more rewarding than seeing you know, our young young girls playing a game and the social cohesion, the friendships they make. It's quite rewarding for me as president to see to see them move up in the ranks. So I think the intermediate girls are, are, are the ones to watch this year. We've got three teams in intermediates. Now, moving out of Coogee, uh, in the professional space, we know that uh, professional netball is actually one of the most watched uh, sports on Australian TV. Yay. Um, yeah. In that space, who and which teams are the big up-and-coming ones that people should be watching out for? Well, Sydney Swifts are always right up there and they've got some great players coming through, you know, like our, our clubs, clubs in Randwick and other associations who feeder clubs to that team. I think the West Coast Fever and the Queensland Firebirds, they're always tough. And I think, I think just in general, every team, the standard is, is very high. And some of the heights of these girls, I mean, they just, they almost look like they're just popping the ball. You know, they could almost just pop it in without even standing on their ticket toes. It's quite incredible. But I guess for me, Sydney Swifts are, are always uh, up and coming. Wonderful. Now, Sharon, if people would like to learn more about the Coogee Netball Club, where should they head to? They just type in uh, Coogee Netball 
And we come under the Netball Australia website banner, so we'll probably say in Google, it'll be Gucci Netball, Netball Australia. Go into there, you'll see the bright pink website, so you definitely know where Gucci Pinks is Gucci Netball. Uh, it'll tell you a lot about the season, how to register, and all the information about Netball, how to play, coaching, etc. So that's the place to go. Now, Sharon, before you go, there are three tough questions that we ask every guest that comes onto Coogee Voice. You have to tell us the best beach in the eastern suburbs, where you can get the best coffee, and where sells the best hamburgers. Coogee Beach, without a doubt. Coffee. Do you like the bakehouse? Coogee Bakehouse. See, if you see a theme here, there's Coogee and everything. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, there is a nice, that nice little hamburger joint on the top of Coochie Bay Road, the Coochie Burgers, right next to the medical centre. Might have the name wrong, but I they, they do some pretty mean burger in there. Okay, wonderful. Sharon, thank you very much for joining us on Coochie Voice. You're totally welcome. Thanks for having me, Marjorie. And good luck with your game, if oh. you get to play. Touch words. <laughs> good luck for the season. Thank you very much. Now, wasn't that a fun chat with Sharon? And best of luck to Coogee Nepal, who kick off the season this Saturday, the 25th of July. I encourage you all to go down there and check out the team. Now, if you'd like to learn more about the Coogee Nepal Club, head to coogeenepal.newsouthwales.netball.com.au. Thanks for listening to Coogee Voice. Coogee Voice.